0: Welcome to the Taking a Breath Podcast with Parker Mays. alrighty welcome back everybody to this week's episode of the taking a breath podcast i'm parker your host and excited today to bring on a special guest but before we get into the conversation i want to make sure that you know about the conversation happening outside of the podcast every saturday one hour on zoom 10 a.m if you're interested this is for student leaders and entrepreneurs ages 18 to 22 if you want to connect network and engage. So make sure to join us there. You can find it at taking a breath podcast on Instagram, all the details about that. But today jumping into my conversation, I'm excited to welcome JL. He is actually someone that I got connected with in the Raleigh area as a part of a local uh, business initiative that I'm doing through taking a breath where I'm giving uh, shout outs and opportunities for local North Carolina based uh, uh, business leaders, entrepreneurs to share their story and impart some wisdom with the next generation. So he's someone that I really see embodying not only mission-driven living with what he's doing now, but also learning from failure and really over the long term using it as a way to grow. So JL, thanks so much for being here today. Super excited to have you on. Would love for you to share a little bit of your story uh, with the audience.
1: Well, thank you so much, Parker. Uh, I started my journey in 2013, but let me back up a little further. I have always had uh, an entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, both of my grandfathers uh, were business owners. My my father's father he he started the first black uh, cab company in his hometown in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Uh, my my mother's father he started the first black insurance company in my hometown. I live in Winston Salem, and so I've I've gotten that. And I, and over the years I realized that was why I struggled with jobs. So in 2013 I got involved with a network marketing opportunity. Uh, a friend of mine uh, called me up and said, hey, guy, I got this great thing. So I checked it out. It resonated with me and I got involved. But not ever doing anything online, um, I didn't know what I was doing. And he was a great sponsor, but it it just didn't work. And so I got involved with another thing and I failed at that. And like you said, I've done affiliate marketing, uh, dropshipping, you name it, I've done it, trying to find my way mm. and and to earn money online because uh, or just really just to be a business owner because that's that's the thing uh i don't have any problems with people who who work a job uh there's plenty of uh people who enjoy what they do they make good money and they they're productive but here's the thing i want to impart upon people i call myself the king of failure i failed at everything but i remember uh an old quote uh from thomas edison when he was creating the incandescent uh, light bulb, uh, he failed 10,000 times. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I didn't fail 10,000 times. I just found 10,000 ways it didn't work. <laughs> and, and that's really what, what, what kind of sparked in my mind. I said, okay, I'm not a failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm finding ways that didn't work. But let me also say this, that for, for young entrepreneurs and, and, and entrepreneurship in general, the acquisition of wealth should never be the driving force to go into business. Here's my definition of success. Everybody can, can maybe glean off of this. My definition of success is the beneficial footprint that I leave on society. How many people mm-hmm. have I had? How many lives have I changed? Because business owners and entrepreneurs, our job is to solve people's problems. Yep. And if you're in business and your only uh, desire is, I want to make a lot of money, well, you're going to make some, but you'll never make enough. And then when you get to that number that you want, you might become unfulfilled because now what are you working for? Yep. So I really uh, encourage people to to find something you're passionate about, but make sure that it's solving problems. Yeah.
0: Yeah, It's interesting that you say that because yesterday I was hanging out with a buddy of mine and we're talking about people that we're interviewing because he's doing an interview project as well and one of the things that he said was i never resonate with people's stories when their whole motivation for entrepreneurship or for business is to make money right it the the things that i resonate with with what you're sharing with you resonate what you resonate with and then what he does is it's all focused around what, kind, what type of impact are we having? What type of legacy are we leaving? And what type of uh, um, change is this gonna make for people? One of the things I'm curious, as you mentioned a lot of uh, student-based audiences, when you, are, when you were trying out those different things, is there anything that you would encourage people as far as what opportunities to look for or things that are red flags as far as like, ah, you shouldn't pursue this route if something based on your experience? Well, um, I'll, I'll definitely say
1: um, drop shipping, don't do it. <laughs> uh, main reason is because of the payment gateways, uh, which are the, you know, PayPal, Stripe, they are not doing business with people who do that because there's a lot of chargebacks. Mm. because what, oh, you know, what drop, drop shipping is in a, in a nutshell this guy i can't remember his name but uh everybody's called aliexpress alibaba where you go to these chinese companies you buy but i even did it that's what i did i got iphone cases and they were like 50 cents and then i could turn around and sell them for whatever right but i had no control over the packaging of course it takes six to ten weeks for these things to be delivered yeah drop shipping i would stay away from uh network marketing is one of the best, one of the highest earning ways to make money, but it also is one of the hardest because your your income is determined by your team. Right. And if you're not a leader, if you can't lead these people, and if you don't have a system in place to help them you know, hit the ground running, you're gonna struggle. And the main reason that people fail is because they don't become educated. Mm. Uh, internet marketing, there's no college that teaches internet marketing right Now there's plenty of uh, marketing classes and all this but internet marketing the 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 internet itself changes so quickly and if i had to choose one for somebody that was a beginner i would go with affiliate marketing and here's why Uh, first you don't have to create the product you don't have to handle customer service you don't have to handle the delivery of the product all you have to do is learn the audience yeah. And put that in front of the people who are looking for the, this solution. Mm-hmm. Now that is the biggest problem that people don't know how to do that. They, uh, I see it on Facebook all the time. They're just spamming their links and buy my stuff, buy my stuff. Yep. Well, that's just that that's like blood in the water. People can smell your desire to make money. Yeah, you're not interested. So I see you got a bunch of books back there behind you. <laughs> I've got it back here. Yep. So I tell people become educated. Mm-hmm. Now, and there's several ways to do it. You can pay for it, or you can do it free. Yep. Of course, free takes time. But get on some of these uh six and seven feet and ergers blogs. They got a blog or a podcast. Yep. Uh, buy books. When I started becoming educated and sat down and read and followed the people who had already blazed the trail, I didn't try to reinvent the wheel. And that's the thing that why most businesses fail is they don't become educated in every aspect of their
0: business
1: Mm, as a one-person operation
0: yep one of the things i do as in my role is work with like soft skills for success with students and so one of the things that i i think that people undervalue is they think, oh well, I'm already good enough at like relationships with people. What I really need to focus on is skill, hard skill, success, right? And I think that there has to be the balance of both. So I wanted to yes. share that, and then also like for the Russell Brunson example, right? Find that area that you're trying to learn. Like if you're trying to learn copywriting and you're trying to learn marketing, internet, like like Russell Brunson is your guy, right? Or if you're trying to learn, you know, whatever it may be, um, but finding that area and then pinpointing it and learning mm-hmm. in that area is so important. And even if it's the skills surrounding it, um, how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie, one of my favorite books right. that around building relationships, right. But making sure that it's still pointed towards that end <clears throat> is so key. Exactly. Exactly. That's, excuse me, that's, that's what
1: I mean. You, you become educated, follow the leaders, uh, you can, can use their, bl- it's a blueprint.
0: Yeah. And but, they have so many years of experience that you can look at and say, okay, what were the pieces of their journey? And sometimes it's as simple as a book that they spent 10 years writing and they literally have their, their whole steps of uh, their whole steps of their journey. So yeah, a hundred percent, a good way to follow it. Yeah, the, educa- the education, you know, because uh, skill sets, are,
1: are things that you take with you. You can go from one opportunity to the next, one sure. business to the next. But if you don't have the basic skill sets, you'll always struggle. Hmm. And some of the basic skill sets, uh, at least in the online world, you definitely need to know how to generate traffic. Yes. You definitely need to know how to write uh copy, add copy. Uh, to me, those are the two most important skills. If you don't master those two, I don't care what you're selling. I agree. It's, you're never going to make the money that you want to make. Yep. you know and like i said of course russell brunson's good at that uh copywriting jim edwards who's associated with him he's got the uh, copywriting secrets and i'm not uh, not trying to plug these guys but
0: no totally I'm, fine
1: hey. I mean the, the the information that they have in these books it, it radically changed that's when it really changed for me that was back in because i started in 2013 so it was 2017 when i got a hold of russell brunson and started reading these books and it just it was like overnight now i didn't blow up like you know make a million dollars i still don't make a million yet but <laughs> yeah uh, that's right but the, the, the thing i like about what i do is is that i i have freedom yep you know, because that brings me back to to working i want you to consider this guys when you work for someone you're under a system of control now what that means is they tell you when to come to work they tell you what to wear if you have a uniform they tell you when you can take a break They tell you when you can take a vacation. The most important thing that they tell you is how much you get paid. And you have no control over that. Because I'm going to tell you a story. This is one of the things why I I knew I needed to get out of working. I worked for a a gym. I used to be a personal trainer years ago. And uh, I'm a good employee. I'm the go-to guy. Come in on my days off, whatever. So I'm in, in there with my manager. She's evaluating me. And she's like, JL, I got a great race for you so she's excited so i'm excited and she's like yeah you know you're such a good employee yada 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 and then she's and then she said well i got you this great raise and i was like okay how much is it she said i got you 18 cents 18 cents thanks oh i'll I'll get chills yeah and that made me and then another story i worked for gnc and i sold 1800 worth of merchandise one day and now they pay commission But my commission was thirty five dollars. Not even ten. if it was 10 percent, that would have been one hundred and eighty bucks. I could have I I wouldn't have liked that, but I could have ate that a little bit better. Yeah. So my point in all of this is that you will work and give up your talents and abilities and you'll never fully get appreciated. Because how can the only way they can show their appreciation is through the through your pack. Hmm. Just all that patting on the back and boy and here's a gold watch. Because when you work, you can work 40 years, die, what happens? They replace you. Yep. And okay. that's just the cold hard truth. But again, I'm not against working. Some people enjoy their jobs, they're fulfilled, nothing wrong with it.
0: Yeah, let's let's um. So I want to talk a little bit about where you're at now. So uh, you had um, the experience with working for a long time, finally got into uh, internet, just opportunities on opportunities, and now you've landed at doing your own thing within the marketing space. So tell us a little bit more about that, and kind of what's different now versus these other things that you've done over the past few years.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, because I've I've followed a lot of people, not just Russell Brunson. There's another guy, Vic Striceus. Uh, what I did was I took all of the knowledge that I learned and I decided instead of just selling products, I was going to sell my knowledge hmm. because, uh, I know how to drive traffic. I know how to, I, I tell people, The short story is I'm a consultant, uh, in advertising and marketing, but I, I just help people get customers. Yeah. I know how to do that. Now I also, but how I make my, how I earn my money and, you know, I have a consulting fee. But there are basic tools that everyone should have if they want to be an online marketer. I don't care what, what you're promoting. And that's you have to have um, an autoresponder. You have to have uh, a capture page system. And I say you have to have tracking software. So when I get a client, a lot of times they don't have some of those components. And I'm an affiliate, which brings us back to affiliate marketing. So what I've done, I've created an ecosystem. you hmm. come into my world. And I consult with them. I'll, I'll give them a solution to their problem. But nine times out of 10, it's associated with some of these
0: tools. <laughs> I like it.
1: So I say, hey, no problem. You need this tool. Hey, I'll be glad to get it for you and get it 30 days for free. And in that 30 days, that's when I'm working on everything. So it's not costing them anything yep. except for the, the fee that they pay me. And that's why I can lower my fee and kind of beat some pe- people. But let me just talk about pricing. Don't lower your prices, guys. To hmm. get these. Yeah. What you're doing is lowering your value. And people perceive the amount of money they spend with value. Yep. Until you start working with, you can always raise your prices later. And yep. don't be afraid to do that. But that <coughs> excuse me. But um that's what I, I suggest is you build build your business and then have affiliate offers associated so they yep. complement whatever you do. You know. and,
0: and I think like with us, a lot of uh, my audience being like either content creators or at least in some sort of like entrepreneurial leadership space, I love what you're doing there in terms of creating the ecosystem. So building the consulting, which then gets them into a product where you actually are able to... It, you believe in the product, you know, it's best for them. And then they're able to benefit from it as well. And, um, and so that is a really smart move. And the other thing that I was, I wanted to mention there is I know that young people do this because I have done it. I likely, you know, will be guilty of doing it in the future is the, the money discount value formula, right? Like when we are younger, we have the tendency to not value ourselves at whatever the product or the offering is worth. And so that's what I encourage people is like, I hear about, oh yeah, I'm doing like 30 days of consulting for like $50. I'm like $50. Like, are you kidding? Like, like in, in a way that um, people are, are, you know, that's kind of a, a, an extreme example potentially, but, (laughs) but that type of idea where we don't see the value that we actually are bringing to the table. So my encouragement there is. If you are saying, Hey, I'm doing some sort of special offer where it's a hundred dollars for a consulting session or something like that, like if it plays into the long term strategy of what do you need from them, right? I need a success story so that I can market, yeah. I need ag- examples for testimonials, I need yes. clients so that I can get higher paying clients, right? If you're thinking about it from a strategy point of view, and there's a long-term gain for you in doing a short-term strategy discount, that's fine, right? But it comes to knowing your worth and knowing your value because people are going to put the value on you that you put on yourself, right? If I say, oh yeah, my time is only worth $10 an hour as a marketing consultant, even as a student, then people are going to say, "Oh, well, either what you said, he's not very good, or they're mm-hmm. going to say, uh, like it, it, his time isn't that valuable, right?" Yeah. And so yeah. that's that's my encouragement there. Anything to add on that? Because I, I feel like that was a that's a huge point there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the like the way that I decided on my pricing is yeah. I just started looking at other consultants and seeing what they were doing, and I I and, and I did not underrate myself. I didn't care if they've been doing it for ten years, twenty years, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I still have the knowledge. Yes. See what you're saying is not the experience, it's the knowledge that you have to value. And then you force people in a way to value you. Now, what I do, my strategy is I give a free consulting. Uh yep. you know, free consulting session.
0: Yeah, free sure. strategy
1: okay. session. <laughs> give them, give them a strategy. And uh what I what I do is um I have several different tiers. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh so for somebody who's not quite sure, but they need a little bit of help, I've got a package for that. And then I've got another package for somebody that's wanting a little bit more. Okay. And usually I can start somebody at the at the low tier and move them to the higher tier as we go along. Cause that's one of Russell Brunson's techniques, which is called a value ladder. When mm. you bring it in, it's called a low barrier offer. It's low resistance, it's low price. You know, we could use like, uh, it could be 10 bucks or something. Sure. And then, as you're bringing them along, you know, he uses the 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 uh, example of a dentist. Well, the dentist gives away a free t- uh, teeth cleaning. While he's cleaning your teeth, he says, "Okay, well, this doesn't look right, and this well, I got a special I can get you on this." And then, <coughs> excuse me, then he says, "Well, you know, you really benefit if you just do my my uh, six month program. Yeah, we so get is, yep. you all this. Yeah, special price. And and then with the with the internet. You can Google and YouTube anything.
0: Yep. So, yeah. You know. And that's the thing. I think that one of the biggest things that I've seen in the the coaching space is like <clears throat> there is so many just like fake people out there who are just saying like, oh yeah, here's what I can do. Here's a you know, and it's just because anyone can record a thirty second video and pay. for an Instagram ad to get in front of you. Right. And then you get on a call with them and they're saying, Hey, I want to charge you $2,500. And you're like, well, I guess that's what people pay. Right. But it was just him taking a random video on the side of the road and, and putting it on Instagram. So that's another piece of it is when you're doing your research, actually look into, okay, Hey, what has this person done? What are they actively doing? And how could they help me? Like, are they in my niche? Have they helped customers uh, similar? One of the things that we do when we're doing sales is the customer credibility statement or the client credibility statement is a finding for salespeople, finding a customer that is in your sales niche or in your client's niche that also has the same problem or is looking for a similar solution and also how they benefited as a result of going through your program. So if anyone's in that space, using that, building the testimonial and bringing it back to the customer's problem specifically is a huge part of that sales process that can really benefit you and and separate you from all the kind of like fake people out there who are just doing their thing um I love it so in terms of the next generation let's go there for a second and then I know we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up but um what's your advice for an 18 to 22 year old who's thinking about entrepreneurship whether they're in college or not but they really want to pursue something they're passionate about what what's kind of your advice to 18 to 22 year old you um well I would say first of all
1: research 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 mm. as many people in the field just glean as much as you can before you get started become educated yeah. so that you can hit the ground running don't do a learn as you go thing that's what i did <laughs> and and it took me four years yep. to become effective and i struggled i mean i, I washed car and i and i didn't even work a job i was full time yep. so i was out there washing cars petting dogs doing all kinds of things to make money to keep my business running. I even yes. sold my truck to keep my business running. Wow. But one of the things that I really want to impart upon people is you have to build um strong mental discipline. Hmm. Because a lot of people, especially when you're young, they're going to discount you. Yep. And they're going to tell you, I even get it now. There are people that tell me I don't have a real job. But I make, I earn money just like everyone else. There are people that will tell you to never work. Uh, you have to believe in it so, so much because I'll tell you another story. This is a story about this type of thing. Um, guy wants to be a business owner, be an uh, entrepreneur. So he finds this guru and he says, hey, I want you to teach me da-da-da. So the guy says, okay, I'll teach you. Meet me at the beach at five o'clock in the morning. So the guy comes out there. Of course, he's dressed in a suit. the the gurus just got on regular beach clothes and so he says okay uh walk out into the into the ocean and the guy's like why should i do that look you want me to teach you you got to do this so he walked out into the ocean the guru's behind him they keep he keeps going keep going until the water's up to here so then the guru pushes him down in the water he stays down there for a while until he's starting to run out of air and he starts fighting and struggling and he's pushing him down and everything so when they get out he's like why did you do that he said, "I wanted to see how bad you wanted to breathe air." Damn. And he said, "Why is that? Because that's how you—the attitude you have to have in business—you mm. have to want it so bad that you—you—it's you, like breathing air. You—you—you you, you are not going to quit no matter what. You're going to fight because that's where I, where I was. That's where I am still to this day. Because I still have failures. Last year when COVID hit, I lost all of my customers.
0: Mm.
1: I had to start all over again." And, uh, you know, some people were like, just go get a job. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> the best advice, like from when I took, well, like, if I was talking to my 18 year old self is to become educated, well-versed, not just in the trade or the passionate thing, read books, because mm. don't, don't listen to audio books, read. Now, the reason I say read is because when you read, it causes your brain to create images. It makes your brain grow. Yep. And uh, mm-hmm. so reading and reading fiction, nonfiction, getting a tenacity that you're going to, because you're going to need it. And if you're a person who who look, is looking for instant results, don't get into business. Mm-hmm. Business is a long-term thing. Most businesses fail within the first five years. And uh, most of these millionaires out here have won and lost their money, won. They built and lost their money several times. But that's because they believed in what they were doing. They weren't going to quit until they got what they wanted. Right. So, I mean, that's that's really it in a nutshell. Yeah.
0: That's perfect. Well, JL, I always I appreciate you. I'm glad that we got to connect, and I'm glad this initiative has allowed me to meet so many cool business owners, local people, and people that I hopefully you know, as we're coming out of COVID, I'll get to meet and connect with, especially uh, when I'm so when I get to start uh, traveling out a little bit more around and doing sales calls and stuff. So, really appreciate your time and wisdom that you shared and all of your experience. And uh, I am I am absolutely looking forward to continuing to build our relationship definitely definitely i
1: appreciate you having me on of course
0: all right and and for anyone listening make sure to hit the subscribe button wherever uh you're listening whichever platform and follow us at taking a breath podcast on instagram for weekly clips and uh, it's going to be clips of this episode and every episode that uh comes out so appreciate you guys tuning in and we'll see you again next week thanks for listening to the taking a breath podcast with parker May.